Welcome to Daily Steps from One Extraordinary Marriage, where we outline simple steps that you can take to have the ultimate marriage adventure. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. In today's show, we answer the question, is our marriage on hold until the kids are out of the house? Let me just start by saying that we love our kids. Yep. We sure do. We've been parents for over 15 years now, love our kids, but there have definitely been seasons when it has seemed like there is no time or energy for the two of us. Yeah. I would say for me, both of those. (laughs) Yeah. I I was going to say energy, but then I, you know, it just feels like there have been times too, just the running around Mm -hmm. in particular seasons, especially having a high schooler who's in sports can have very full schedules. Absolutely. And because of that, we get in this place of going, when is there going to be time for us? And this doesn't matter whether you've got infants and you are calling this out and you're like, when are we going to have time? And you just keep thinking, well, it's going to be when they're out, you know, when they're sleeping through the night, right? Mm -hmm. Then we'll have time. Oh, yeah. Because we were there. Or they get into, you know, kind of that toddlerhood and they're running around and they're just going through growth spurts and they're not sleeping. You're like, okay, again, when they get to school, we'll have time. And then you get kids that get to school and you're like, oh my gosh. Who told me there were going to be this many after school activities and back to school nights? And you're like, okay. Homework. Like when they get to high school, I'm going to have time. We're at high school still and, and middle school. And middle school. And they're still taking up a lot of time. And the reality is, is that kids do take a lot of time to turn into adults. They do. If we're invested in them as parents, it's going to take our time and energy. But just because you're investing in them and you're growing them to be human beings and adults that can go out and function into the world does not mean, nor should it mean, that your marriage is on hold for those 18 years. Yeah. Don't put it on hold, folks. I, I mean, here's my caution and here's my advice. Don't put it on hold because what's going to happen, and Elise and I have seen this happen many a times, and I'm sure you guys have as well. You see a couple, their kids are getting older. The first one goes to heist or goes off. Uh, may go to college, go to work, whatever. The, the next one, maybe they have two kids, goes off or is close. And you know what? Lo and behold, soon after, they're getting divorced. Mm-hmm. It's over. So don't hold off because before you know it, it's a snap of a finger. The kids are gone and you're looking back going, what happened to our marriage? Absolutely. And that's actually becoming more and more common. And the reality is, is that it is critical It is so critical that your marriage is a priority after you have kids. Mm -hmm. And and here's why. You needed one another to actually create that life that is running around creating all kinds of chaos. You need one another. Good chaos. Uh, But it's just, you know, you go when you go from two to three, husband and wife to parents, all the dynamics change. Mm -hmm. It's a new level of chaos. Mm -hmm. Right. And the truth is that you need one another to manage that, to manage that life, to, to be that other adult to talk to, to be able to bounce ideas off of, to support one another. When you start doing any of that on your own, and you're like, yeah, I'll catch up with you, I'll catch up with you, I'll catch up with you, you don't have all of that back support. Mm-mm. And it can feel really lonely, right? And, and then you start to develop this independent thing. Well, I can do it all by myself. You can't do it all by yourself. It takes a village, but the village starts with the two of you. You're the original village. Here's the other thing. Your marriage, just like we were talking in in a show earlier this week, your marriage is the first example that your children are going to have. You are the first role model for what a healthy dynamic marriage looks like to your children. 
So you need to be a healthy dynamic couple to be able to role model that for them. They need to see that they're not the center of the universe. And some of you just bristled when I said that, but here's the thing. Kids take security from knowing that their mom and dad are in it together for each other. Yeah. And I'm going to just give some quick tips here, like what you can do through different stages. Maybe I'm going to hit on the younger ages real quick because I think I really believe that that was one of the toughest times for Elisa and I. Kids were young. Um, we didn't really have a great support system. So, you know, getting out on dates and everything was difficult. So one of the things that we ended up doing though, we called them our living room dates and we would put the kids down either. Each of us had one kid. And so whoever got the first kid down, we already knew what we wanted for dinner. That spouse, either Elise or I, we would get the money. We'd get our, our little go out to eat list and we'd run to the store or some fast food place or wherever we wanted to eat. That person would go pick up all the, all the items come home, lay out like a blanket, put some candles up on the living room floor around the living room. And when the second spouse came out, sometimes half asleep because there were times when we would fall asleep in our kids' rooms, they would come out and we would have dinner together. Mm -hmm. And it was just candlelight. And those were good things. As the kids have gotten older, you know, and for those of you, maybe you're able to, they are in school and you have a little time together, go do a coffee break together. Get, get a half an hour together. Go do a walk and talk together. Go go just sit in the backyard together. If you have younger ones and they're napping, just get outside. Maybe you're going to do a devotion together. Mm-hmm. Do it during that those moments. You know, it doesn't need to be all the entire time that they're napping, but enough time. Absolutely. You know, and to add to that, start vacationing without your kids, right? Spend time away from your kids. And, and here's why. They need to know, one, that that's important, that mommies and daddies spend time just by themselves. And and they also need to have the security that you're going to come back to them, right? It it develops their ability to be independent. It develops, you know, when we started doing this when our kids were little, and it's been one of the best things. I mean, we look, we do at least one trip a year by ourselves. Yeah. And it's easy to come up with all the excuses. Are you going to come up with excuses or are you going to come up with a plan of action and and go after it? And hey, it may be right now, just because of where your kids are at, it might be one overnighter. But you know what? That one overnighter, I remember, and and to this day still, that one overnighter can last me a long time (laughs) because it's amazing what can just happen getting away for, you know, a day and a half or two days and just having a Lisa to myself. It's wonderful. So make the plan and execute on it. It's all about being intentional. You're being intentional about how you raise the kids. Be intentional about how the two of you are going to stay connected for the 18 years that you're raising them. For more information on this topic, check out oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash 316.